Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of uh, Boxing News Today, courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. We're going to start today's uh, episode off with a story out of Leeds, England, where we saw Ebony Bridges over the weekend win the IBF Bantamweight title uh, with a 10-round unanimous decision over Maria Roman. Uh, the bout took place in front of a sold-out crowd at the First District Arena, as I say, at Leeds, England. And uh, Bridges was managed by split team management under Brian Cohen and Team Empire uh, Boxing. Outworked and out-hustled Roman on the inside, as well as landing some great punches on the body. Uh, she was effective with her uppercut and took the lead from the outset. Uh, good for Ebony, who is uh, really making great strides in uh, the world of women's boxing uh, and overcoming a lot of uh, prejudice, shall we say. She said, I'm feeling proud of myself and everything that I sacrificed has been worth it. This belt means all the sacrifice and training. I was so happy for that kind of fight. I hope the fight was entreating. Cecilia brought the fight. I'm grateful to win the title in the great city of Leeds. As I said, she, uh, she landed 205 out of 645 punches, whereas her opponent, Roman, was 156 out of 430 punches. So indeed, a great fight, and congratulations once again to Ebony Bridges. Elsewhere, uh, we see that uh, Tim Van Newhouse and his stable uh, of young uh, boxers is uh, growing and becoming quite dominant. Uh, I see that four of their fighters won not only their bouts, but by knockout. Cruiserweight Najee Lopez, super middleweight Daniel Blancas, middleweight Dariel Vanson, and super featherweight Jean-Paul Rivera got uh, highlight reel knockouts this past Friday night. Uh, on the newest edition of the emerging Florida-based Pro Box Promotions card. Uh, being touted as one of the best cruiserweight prospects in boxing, Najee Lopez, who's now 4-0 with four knockouts, continues his career with a knockout streak, as I said, of four. He stopped Anthony Stewart, who's 6-2-2 two two now, in the fourth round of a scheduled six-round bout. Lopez continues to look like America's great next cruiserweight. Fair enough. Elsewhere, we see that Odebeck... Uh, Kolvatov went toe-to-toe -to -toe against Adronik Grigorian, and this is a result that took place in the Carib Royal in Orlando, Florida. Uzbek Otobek Kovalatov won his WBA featherweight eliminator bout against Adronik Grigorian uh, in Orlando. Um, Kovatov scored a wide unanimous decision with scorecards of 119-109, 119-109, and 118-108. Thanks to his excellent boxing style, he imposed all the way through. It was a clash of two fighters with great projection. It was predicted to be a very close fight in which small details would decide the winner. However, Kolvatov blew all that away and dominated the fight at long distance, preventing Gregorian from getting into the exchange and nullified him to take an easy win in the ring. Although his opponent tried to get up in the final four rounds, uh, Kovlov, uh, Kovlatov was able to handle the situation and clinch the fight it was already secured on the scorecards. The winner's record now stands at 10 wins, no losses, and nine knockouts. While Gregorian now has 14 wins, one loss, with three knockouts. Elsewhere, we see this fighting going on in uh, Ecuador. Boxers who were born between uh, 1982 and 2003 are eligible to attend the AMBC Amer American Elite Boxing Championships. 
There are neutral referees and judges from Europe in the competition to do fair play in uh, Ecuador, which hosted the last AMBC Confederation event for the elite women's boxers in 2009. Altogether, 197 boxers attending uh, are attending the AMBC American Elite Boxing Championships from 25 different countries uh, down in Ecuador. The number of women's boxers is a record number of 75, and the most popular category is the featherweight division. That's 57 kilograms. 122 male boxers are competing for the 13 available male titles in Ecuador, where the lightweight, 60 kilogram, and light welterweight, uh, sorry, 63.5 kilogram, are having the biggest number of athletes there. Among the title holders of the competition, Colombian Yeni Arias and Brazilian women's world champion Beatriz Ferreira, Argentinian Lucia Perez, and Canadian Tamara Thibault will be there in Ecuador to defend their thrones, which they earned uh, five years ago. Good for them, and uh, congratulations to the country of Ecuador for hosting that event. Over in the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island, USA, back on the 26th of March, we saw uh, undefeated Pittsfield, Massachusetts, Quinton Sumter, a heavyweight, pull off an upset um, that better positions him for a significant fight this year. Sumter went into the lion's den to face undefeated Providence heavyweight Timothy Hatfield, uh, who's now 3-1 and one with three knockouts, a decorated New England amateur bo uh, boxer without any reservations. Like a throwback fighter, Sumter never turned down a fight from his promoter, Chris Triati. Against Hatfield, Sumter came out throwing big overhand rights that obviously made a deep impression on his opponent, who was never in the fight despite one judge scoring the fight a draw. While the other, while the two others had Sumter winning all four rounds. Fair enough. Uh, Chris has always taken care of me. Uh, Sumter added to his uh, quotes here. On the first heavyweight he calls, we had the fight on the, the Fury Wilder three card last October in Vegas, but that fell through. So I'm grateful for Granite Chin and proud of Chris uh, for promoting me. Uh, by the way, Quinton's younger brother, undefeated super middleweight prospect Stephen, who's five and zero is also promoted by Granite Chin. That's good stuff out of New England there. All right, over we go to Spain. Upcoming at the Palau Olympic Vale de Bron in Barcelona. Following his sensational victory over Mikey Garcia in October last year, Barcelona's Sandor Martin, 39-2 with 13 knockouts is set for a homecoming event against, against the all-action hard-hitting Jose Felix, who's 39-5-1 with 30 knockouts this Saturday, April 1st. In what was arguably one of the biggest wins in Spanish boxing history, Sander Martin will be looking to maintain momentum towards a world title shot against a dangerous Mexican. The bout is for the vacant WBA International Super Lightweight title. The Spaniard has now earned the right to fight for the regional belt of the Pioneer Organization and the event uh, to be organized by Matchroom Boxing, as I said, at the Palau Olympic Vale. Debron is an unbeatable scenario to do so. Mexican Jose Felix is the, is the opponent uh, that always generates danger and wants to damage Martin's party. The fighter from Los Bichos has fought good level opponents such as Isaac Cruz and Brian Vasquez, so he has enough experience for this kind of occasion. Looking forward to that fight night. Uh, moving over to England. Now we see that Katie Healy has been added to the big fight coming up in uh, the Rotterdam Magnus Center, uh, taking place on April 3rd in a sport that's absolutely booming. Katie Healy is another female fighter in the want to watch category. 
Uh, a former kickboxing world champion, Healy turned over to professional boxing last year and has raced to a 3-0 record, looking to Im- looking an improved fighter every time he has stepped into the ring. So on Sunday, April 3rd, on a championship afternoon, topped by British flyweight champion Tommy Frank, defending against Craig Derbyshire, Katie gets another chance to climb the super bantamweight rankings with an undercard shot, as I said, at the Rotherham Magnus Centre. Ahead of the bout, the 23-year-old chats about her progress so far uh, and the influence of world champion stablemate Hannah Rankin. And you can check out that video on Boxing247.com's website. Also, quiet and unassuming Keenan Wainwright couldn't be any different in the ring. The wolf can box, is clinical, and has very heavy hands, evidenced by his record of seven wins, one defeat, and four knockouts. Tellingly, though, the 24-year-old is knocking out fighters that rarely get stopped, including well-known durable journeymen Andy Harris and Sean Davis, as well as come-to-win fighters like Joe Ducker and Irvin Magno. The Southpaw is next out this Sunday, April 3rd, on that same card, as Katie Healy on uh, the undercard of stablemate Tommy Frank's British flyweight title defense, as I said, against Craig Derbyshire. Ahead of the night, the protege from the Sheffield Boxing Center says he'd love to fight for the British title by the end of the year with Campbell Hatton in the opposite corner, he believes. I'm on a good knockout streak at the moment, and if I get another one in this next fight, then I'll, be start, and then I'll start believing the hype about myself. To be honest, at this stage, I don't want to be walking through people because you just don't learn much. Uh, but I'm not going to pull any my punches because we're in there to hurt each other at the end of the day. I do take my time in the ring. I never go all guns blazing, and I'm patient. But when I didn't eventually catch them, they seem to get knocked out. It's funny because when I was an amateur, Glenn Rhodes used to tell me that I had to hurt people to keep them off. Now he's telling me to slow down. The way that Campbell, Hatton, and myself progressing as pros at the end of the year, that could be a massive British title fight. It'd be great, uh, be a great fight between us. Campbell fought Joe Ducker in his last fight, who I've beaten, and he did really well. He boxed great and was one of his best performances. I don't think Campbell had much of an amateur career, and he's picking up loads in the pros. He's still learning, though, but the progress he's making is great, and that's why I believe a fight between us towards the end of the year would be really good. He does get caught a bit, though, and he'd be in trouble if I caught him. But any lightweight would. Anyway, Fight Academy presents an evening of boxing in Rotherham's Magnus Center on Sunday, April 3rd, headlined by British flyweight champion Tommy Franken defending his title against Don Caster's Craig Derbyshire. The undercard will also feature Sheffield's Keenan Wainwright, he's Billy Pickles and Reese Cartwright, Grimsby's Levi Giles, Wolverhampton's Katie Healy, Barnsley's Maddie Hepperstahl, Francis Ishmael Francois, and debutante Danny Hall. That'll be seen uh, on the Fight Zone Network. Elsewhere, we see that undefeated Kazakh star Sultan Zarbek will defend his WBO European Super Featherweight title against dangerous challenger Haitham Lamuz uh, when MTK Fight Night returns on April 15th. And this show will take place at York Hall in London and will be broadcast live in the US on ESPN Plus in association with Top Rank and worldwide on IFL TV with a British and Commonwealth lightweight title fight between Gavin Gwynn and Luke Willis serving as the main event. Zarbeck, who's now 12-0 with eight knockouts, is back after a successful 2021, winning the vacant WBO European Super Featherweight title against Ronnie Clark last July before a defense in December where he stopped Ryan, Re- Ryan Wheeler in six rounds. He has now one of his toughest tests yet when he turns his attention to Lemieux's 
who's 17 and one with seven knockouts, who in his last fight won the EPU, that's a European Union super featherweight title when he traveled to Italy to defeat local favorite Mario Alfano by unanimous decision. MTK Global promoter Lee Eaton said, we wanted a serious test for Sultan and he's definitely got one by facing Haytham Lemieux. He's a fantastic, it'll be a fantastic fight and another great addition to our huge MTK fight night next month. Sultan has looked very impressive in his last few fights, but Haytham will be coming to win and make things very difficult. So we can't wait to see how things unfold. Elsewhere on the event, uh, April 15th, Sam Gilly defends his English super featherweight title against Drew Brown. Nina Hughes takes on Beck Conley, plus Pierce O'Leary, Carl Fail, Elliot Whale, Dean Richardson, Paul Ryan, and Jimmy Croxton are all in action on that card. Let's uh, move across the pond over to the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, where on April 16th, we're going to say a huge event, courtesy Showtime Sports. Uh, and they're preparing two significant programs in support of one of the biggest pay-per-view pay events. The network will, for the first time, televise a special Showtime Championship Boxing headlined by WBA welterweight champion Raja Butyav against top contender Imantus Staniosis in a battle of unbeatens taking place immediately before the four-fight Spence versus Ugas Showtime pay-per-view event, as I said, from the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. And that'll be, uh, begins live at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific time, and also features unbeaten rising star Brandon Lee taking on Zachary Ocha in a super lightweight bout. Additionally, Showtime Sports will premiere a new installment of the Emmy Award-winning series All Access. The multi-part series premieres April uh, 2nd, that's a Saturday night, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on Showtime, with episode number two premiering Saturday, April 9th, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, ahead of the Spence-Yugas fight on Saturday, uh, Saturday, April 16th. We're pulling out all the stops for this April 16th event, which is really one of the biggest of the year, delivering a special episode of Showtime Championship Boxing to our subscribers before the four-fight pay-per-view card uh, begins, and that's something never been done in the history of the network. We're proud to break precedent, said Stephen Espinoza, President and Sports and Bots uh, Event Programming. Showtime Networks. Good for him, good for them, good for boxing. MTK Global will head back to Gray's Civic Hall in Essex for another action-packed prospect show on Saturday, April 30th. It's the latest show to feature some of MTK Global's best rising stars following a triumphant event at the same venue earlier this month. Jamie Robinson, who's 11-5 uh, and, oh, and 2 with three knockouts, is back following his challenge for the English super lightweight title in his last outing, while the extremely popular Joe Giles, who's 2-0, returns to the ring for his third outing. Ben Vaughn, 1-0, is back after a successful professional debut in October, plus Aaron Prespeer, 3-0, with one knockout, is looking to earn his second victory of the year. Ben Smith, who's 9-0, makes his long awaited return as he competes for the first time since 2019, and female star D. Allen, who has a 1-0 record, but that's a one knockout, uh, goes in search of her second win in a month. MTK Global promoter Lee Eaton said it's a great return to the Gray City Civic Hall, sorry, Gray's Civic Hall for another prospects event, especially so soon after our last show there. We had a great night there earlier this month, so we're really excited to showcase even more talent. All the boxers on the card are highly touted and are capable of achieving big things in their respective careers. So we're looking forward to another sold-out event on April 30th where the fans can witness some incredible fighters.
Indeed, we will. Let's move across the pond over to California. Uh, Quiet Cannon Country Club in Montebello is hosting on the 12th of May. Tom Loeffler's 360 Promotions returns on Thursday, May 12th, as part of its acclaimed Hollywood Fight Night series at the Quiet Cannon, Montebello's Country Club. Headlined by top undefeated Irish prospect Callum Walsh and broadcast live internationally on UFC Fight Pass. Fantastic. Um, just so you know, the Quiet Cannon Montebello Country Club is located in San Clemente, Montebello, California. With our most recent event on St. Patrick's Day selling out in advance, I strongly encourage local fans to purchase their tickets long before May 12th to ensure entry on the night of the event, said Loeffler. We're thrilled to bring Callum Walsh back and to partner with UFC Fight Pass to broadcast the event live internationally. The 21-year-old uh, Walsh fighting out of Cork, Ireland in Putatuno with the heavy-handed and highly touted southpaw stopping Gail Ebrara in the first round on the St. Patrick's Day card. Loeffler, by the way, holds the record for having promoted the most heavyweight, the most heavyweight world title fights this century while promoting all the championship, championship fights of Vladimir and Vitaly Klitschko for K2 Promotions, a company he founded with the brothers. Tom is also the spotlight uh, to the flyweight division, launching the Superfly series on HBO. Oh, good for him. Alrighty, uh, MTK Global will hold an international box cup event in Spain later this year with the MTK Global Linesdale box cup taking place in Quella from May 20th to May 22nd. The amateur tournament goes alongside the already planned MTK box cup event in Glasgow, meaning that two huge MTK box cup events are scheduled for the coming months with juniors, youths, senior and elite boxers all eligible to enter. MTK Global Box Cup organizer Steve Sharkey said, "Steve Sharkey said this is a huge step in the right direction for us at the leading global tournament to expand out and reach all of the European boxers. It's been a long time coming, and we're expecting a huge influx of participants uh, in this. And we look forward to collaborating with uh, Leopoldo Benias alongside the Valencian Boxing Federation." Finally, let's uh, let's go down to New York City, uh, where Amanda Serrano was preparing for her big fight against Katie Taylor, and she was joined by Rosie Perez. And Rosie Perez, the actor, believes that Amanda Serrano is going to rock the garden when she faces the undisputed lightweight champion Katie Taylor on Saturday, April 30th, a fight we're all looking forward to without a doubt. As I said, that'll be at Madison Square Garden in New York and shown live worldwide on the Zone. Uh, Perez had been a long time, has been a long time supporter of C Serrano, her fellow Brooklynite and proud Puerto Rican. And the Do the Right Thing stars thrilled that the seven weight world champion will be one half of the first ever all female headline fight at the vaunted Manhattan boxing mecca. Ahead of the bout, Serrano opened her training camp and welcomed young people from the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Amanda, along with Perez, welcomed the group before Serrano displayed her training routine and welcomed 12-year-old Jemiah Lee uh, into the ring for a one-on-one -on -one instruction. Radio City Rocket Taylor Shimko was also in attendance to learn boxing techniques from the 33-year-old, and Perez is proud to see Serrano getting the big night, getting the big night her hard work has been leading towards. She said, when I see Amanda Serrano step into the ring April 30th in the Madison Square Garden, I think I'm going to be in tears. I'm going to be screaming, 
Barakwa, and I think half the garden was screaming, screaming the same. When someone says Amanda Serrano, I think of a champion. I think of a young woman who is dedicated to her sport, who's been knocked around outside the ring in regard to her lesser pay, who's going to have her moment of her career come April 30th at Madison Square Garden. I'm just so excited, so happy for her. She's going to rock the garden. Right, boxing fans, that's all the news fit to print today. Thank you for joining me and uh, enjoying these headlines and stories. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe our channel, and hit that notification bell to let us know, to let you know when we're coming up next. I'll see you later on at 4 p.m. with Mike Gore at 4. Thank you.